How do you do? I'm Ramses the Great, and this is my co-host, Verantis over here. Hope everyone's had a wonderful week. This Today is the 21st of February of 2023. Today we're going to go off on some geeky crap. The first one that I want to I want to talk about will be 007 for the Switch. Finally got it, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. I personally think it's amazing. Now, however, I'm hearing you have some other opinions. Well, let's see now. What should I start off with? Oh, yeah. How about the fact that this is a 30-year-old game ported over to a new a new system? Not a problem there. Except the people that ported it can't figure out how to do a damn good job and don't know what the hell a control what controller they're supposed to be using because we are not using the N64 controller and that's what they still have it set up for. Uh, yes and no. It's well, no. It's it, the thing is, is yes, it's a hundred percent port. It's not any. It's not a remake or anything like that. That being said, all you have to do is customize the controls yourself. Yeah, all you have to do is go on to YouTube, download the video to show you how to go into this, set the uh, set it up inside game, then go outside the game into the system settings, change it in there, ma- uh, map them both separately, mind you, no. save them, and then go back and play. No. Literally, all A, all you have to do is play it like the original Nintendo had, the original Nintendo 64 had intended. It's it's not meant to be an updated game. It's it it's still like the original the original game though was the controls were bad, plain and simple. That's what made it, uh, that's what made no. it fun. Yes, no, the controls weren't that bad. They okay, were so bad. What are the controls? The controls are your C stick is your right thumb stick, and the left joystick is the Joy-Con. Your L and R button are still exactly the same. Your A and B button are still exactly the same. What exactly is the problem? Where's the fire button? Depends on what controller setting you have. In game. No, in game. Some of them it's A, some of them it's B. The one that I have it set to, it's my L button. It's your what? My L button. Your it's not meant stick? to be it's not meant to be played like a modern shooter. No, my my left my my, my left trigger. Yeah, okay, your left trigger. There's a difference there. That's the problem. It is your left trigger. It's not. I mean, it would be different if I could switch it over to my right trigger. Even then, it wouldn't be that great. Which you can do if you want. But it's I'm not sure I could. Be, it's not meant to be played as a modern FPS, though. Like you want to talk about what is it? Aim assist on a controller? No. Nothing will literally aim. Well, no. The game is designed. Actually, it does have aim assist. Oh, yeah, on, the game, yeah, the game is designed with aim assist in mind. Like it's made not to be able to shoot properly. All you have to do is be in the general area that's if you're playing it on agent level which is level which is the easiest level possible by the way y- yes and yes. i beat it on double o agent oh you beat it on double o seven yes that's what i'm saying like that's why i'm confused here because it's like me i've already 100 of the game 
I've unlocked every single cheat code. I've beaten every single challenge time. Awesome. I've 100% of the game. So, awesome. And I should... <laughs> I shouldn't be able to say I beat the game just yet. I've only played it a couple times before I got frustrated. However, I should be able to say I beat the first level. <laughs> I can't even get through the tunnel on the first level, and that's the first 10 seconds of the game. Because the... The aiming and the joy—it's an atrocity. Have you and, tried messing with the in-game settings at all? Yes, I have. I actually have. I went so, through and, like I said, I downloaded. Well, I downloaded. I opened the video, opened the YouTube video, watched how to do it, went in, even played with it, and tried that. Got it to a, where it was a little bit more but still not to the point where I was satisfied. And after playing Ocarina of Time or playing any of the other games, I feel like they could, they've done it much better. So I don't want that. So I'm not going to take that excuse. You know, this was a company that half-assed it. No, they haven't. They didn't change the controls for Ocarina of Time. Yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't have to. They're not changing controls for any of these games they're all straight ports the original 007 game the controls are just bad that's what the fun was though i don't think they were bad at all for the uh, for the n64 controller i loved it on the n64 controller i've beaten it on the n64 controller i've even gone through and had to do even though it, it took me forever go through you have to go through to get the golden gun you have to go and beat certain levels without even being heard or something like that i can't remember what it is i've done all that i've gotten the golden gun so in order to do all that i was i had to use the n64 controller the little tri-wing and to be honest with you i loved it i thought it was great now that being said i will say the n64 tri-wing was distinct disturbingly just horrible mm -hmm. there's no argument about that no yeah the controller was like the i mean the controller setup was not ergonomical it wasn't practical there was nothing good about it but it's old-fashioned it's it was new. it's not even old-fashioned it, it was a it was just an atrocity on its own it was, but it was nintendo it really worked exactly nintendo's but... never done anything by the book that's the thing, though, is it's like the games they're designed. They were designed for with that controller in mind. Is it a little different? Yes, but that being said, the controls. The only difference, if you played on from if you were playing it on an N sixty four controller versus a Switch controller on the original settings, mm -hmm. literally your left hand still controls your left and right will be your aim forward and backwards is walking forwards and walking backwards your z button which is your either zl or whatever what is the top of the switch called it's it's zl and just l it's a trigger left trigger right trigger left bumper right bumper well no so they have it listed as zl and l and zr and r so your zl is your z button being controlled with your pointer finger or your middle finger that is exactly the same way that it was played on the um, on the N64 controller. Your right hand controls A and B, 
And now the, the only difference, literally the only difference is instead of having the C buttons, you have C stick. That is it. Okay. So the problem I have with all this is you keep making excuses for them. It's okay to call them out. You know, Microsoft well, doesn't no, have not this making, problem. I'm not making excuses for them. I'm saying that I have zero problem with it. It is, And does, I do. Is, you have a problem that they're not recoding games that they're emulating? Microsoft didn't have any pro- doesn't have any problem with it. I've not seen one complaint about Microsoft's controller. I haven't downloaded it myself. so I haven't played it myself, but I have I not seen one on complaint Xbox, about it. So I, can't, I can't speak to the Xbox. I would have to research that. I, that's something I do plan to do. I need to find out if it's on the uh, live. That being said, you haven't heard a single complaint, so you haven't heard that the Xbox does not have multiplayer? That's the complaint I heard. I wasn't talking about that. I was going to get into that in a second. Yeah. Now, that being said, you, you've you already breached the um, porthole, so let's go ahead and do that. Hold on. I am looking up the controller layout real quick on the oh. Xbox One to see. Well... Either way, I think that I don't know why they did that. That was the stupidest thing in the world for them not to include multiplayer in the Xbox. To me, that was that's the whole reason you play Goldeneye. You don't go through to play the levels. You play the levels so you can get the stuff for the multiplayer. The multiplayer, exactly. Which is which is why I played through the entire game was so that way I could unlock everything for multiplayer and play it online with my friends. Right. And that's, I mean, that's all you really want is you want the multiplayer. This is one of those things where like, where as much as I might complain about Call of Duty leaving out the, um, the story, this is where they get the idea from because that's all you played GoldenEye for. If you wanted story, you'd go play Perfect Dark. If you want, if you want multiplayer, you go on the GoldenEye. Now, I haven't gotten to play it online yet, um, mostly because I still can't get through, get over the controls. But that is one of the things I want to do. Um, um, go ahead. On the, on the Xbox, does it have the original version also, or is it only the remastered version? I believe it's the remastered version. But if and it's I a remastered, that's a completely different story. Not to me, it's not. The company that ported this had an opportunity to fix the one thing. I don't want them to fix anything else. I don't want them to touch the graphics. I want it to be ugly, boxy, goldeneye. All I wanted was better controls. And everybody's got the same complaint online. So it's not just me. I'm not some insufferable asshole. Everybody's talking like this and saying the same thing. And it's the biggest, it's the biggest thing that everybody's upset about. Now, some people are complaining, oh, you could have done the graphics better. I don't want all that. I didn't want that in Zelda. Zelda was Zelda. now is considered ugly compared to what it used to be, but I still find it beautiful in its, in its ugliness. I find GoldenEye beautiful in its ugliness, but I feel like this was just another way for them to push that you know, Triforce, Tri-Wing controller that you can buy for the switch and i think it's a waste okay you done are you done getting barked at no it's not that i'm just trying to think because it's like i literally have had zero problems with it and it's like then the real reason why is because it's like 
the other reason why is because you're right. You can completely customize the controls to your liking, though. You're saying you have to use the video and stuff like that, but really it takes five seconds. It's still something that I shouldn't have to do, though. I mean, I'm somebody that uses custom control. I, I use custom control layouts for a lot of games. I never touch like, my custom controls. So you just want to be spoon-fed. No, I don't want to be spoon-fed. I want a game to be set, uh, set up the way it should be so played. Here's, here's the problem, though. You, you want a game to be set up to be played in a modern way. What if... So now everybody who wants to play the original game, now they have to do the custom controls to cater to the people who want new controls? How are you going to play an, an old-fashioned game on a modern controller? It's not going to work. It worked just fine. No, it didn't. That's the problem. Well, if you Everybody's use, complaining about it but you. Because if you use in-game settings... The literal 1.2 solitaire is what it's called. Yes. Your right thumbstick is your movement like a normal FPS. You move forward and backwards and left and right. You're strafing left and right. You're moving forward and backwards. Your left thumbstick becomes your aim or up, down, left, right. If that is with minimal effort, you can get it to where it's just reversed from a modern shooter. And if you want to go more in depth, it takes, I think it's eight clicks to swap your Joy-Con sticks and the actual Switch controller. You're that's right. If, that's if you wanted to do just a minor few steps. You're right. What kind of an asshole doesn't want to do that every time they go to play a game? <sighs> it, you can save it, and also it re, can you can have it set to reset. There's a lot of different customizable options you can do. But why are we making up. excuses for them? Why are we doing this for them? When they could have just, they could have set up two different settings, you know, have it set up. Here's a, um, here's our way of doing it. And here's a modern way of doing it. That's all they had to do inside game even. And nobody could have argued. It's just an emulation though. But it, why, why is it just an emulation? They could have easily changed anything and been fine. It's not like they ripped it right off the N64. I mean, so, okay, so maybe what they're thinking about doing, I mean, did they not rip it right off the N64? Nope. They actually had a company port it for them. From? So, I don't know. where. They, maybe they did rip it off the N64. Probably from the N64. They're not going to port it from But they already had it. They already had it. Oh, no, they didn't have this one. No, nope. this one This one has I will, only. I will eat it for that. Yeah, this one has only ever had ROMs of it from the N64, for, I do believe. I don't think that it is available anywhere online except in rom form which comes straight from the cartridge except for one other well yeah okay but they do have the remaster yes the remastered version and i don't understand if that was released the same day why didn't we get that one i don't really i that one's kind of yeah the remastered one to going to the xbox live game pass service and only the game pass service it, it did only go to the game pass service right i think so I don't know. I, I uh, little I, Ramsey's I has been it, little Ramsey's has had the Xbox. They've had a uh, they've had a school for the last couple of days because of President's Day. So little Razzie, little Ramsey's has only been has been the only one who's had it. So it's like I haven't had a chance, and you know the it's just been going on that way. So 
Yeah. Um, well, I think we've beaten this horse till <laughs> till its dead body is pretty much done. Oh, I mean, I still can't express that I enjoyed the crap out of it. There's a lot of good that comes with it. It reminded me of why I love speedrunning because I completely forgot that unlocking cheat codes in that game requires speedrunning. And it is. Yeah. I don't remember any of those. Uh, I really am not looking forward to trying to get that. So, I mean, well, you can input, like, it still obviously has, like, you you have button commands on the old games, obviously, where you just, like, you know, up, down, left, right, XBA, all that fun stuff. Oh, I didn't know that on this one. Yeah, it, you can still, I'm, I'm fairly certain you can still use the cheat codes for it. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to, considering it's a ROM, it's an emulation. So, you can technically unlock all cheat codes with just inputting the commands, or you can unlock them the way they were put into the game which is speedrunning, and it is difficult. Like, I'm talking, like, pic- like pixel-perfect running on certain levels. Well, I know that um, in order to get the golden gun, you have to do certain levels completely silent. Um, you can't... Uh, no. No, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. The golden gun unlock, I want to say, is all you have to do for the golden gun is just beat the entire game either on secret agent difficulty or double agent, double O agent, or is it just O agent? I thought it was both. I thought it was double O agent and agent. Um, secret well, they agent. have double. That's the thing. I can't remember. So it's like, there's technically four difficulties in the game because you have agent, secret agent. And then I think you just have O agent and then it's double O agent and double O agent is customizable. You can change the enemy's HP. You can make it extremely difficult. Yeah. Well, you don't unlock the final difficulty until you've beaten the entire game on the quote unquote hard difficulty, which is double O agent. Um, and what's, and what's the final difficulty called? I don't know, but it was agent, secret agent, double agent, double O agent. I loaded it up tonight to try to see if I could actually play it, and I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, if you um, want to play the multiplayer, I'm always down. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Well, yeah, definitely. Just let me get this control. Let me get these controllers under control. Okay, yeah. So it's double O agent, and then the hardest difficulty, which is it's double O seven agent. It's just double O seven mode which is the one where the options are quite literally enemy health. The bar can be set from anywhere between 1% and probably about 500%. Enemy damage, same thing. Accuracy, 1% to 100%. Starts out at 10 And you can also change the enemy's reaction speed. I don't remember any of this, by the way. But it's in the original game. I don't think I've ever played with any of that. I think once we got... Maybe it's luck, Jill, I was thinking about where you have to be quiet throughout the first level. I know that we got we got Lockjaw, we got the golden gun, we got the um the guy with the bowling hat, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Odd job. Odd job, thank you. The freaking cheat code for because he's the shortest person in the game. <laughs> you have to actually point down to get him every time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and God forbid if he crouches. <laughs> I will say the animations in that game are just absolutely hilarious. Like the very first night I loaded it up and I went to multiplayer and I discovered how to crouch and you can just sit there crouch and just, it, it's so funny because the game had a peaking mechanic that I, I don't remember any of this by the way, but it had a peaking mechanic 
and it just like teleports you five foot to the left or right when you peek. So you just sit there crouch and you just go left and right and you're literally teleporting. See, I couldn't get it to crouch either, so Well, that's the original that's the original N64 controls. You had to aim and then you had to I wanna say it was the C stick down. Or the C down button. I'm sorry, the the the, the C down button. You know what's really goofy is that the thumbstick actually had a click on the original. No, did it? Pretty sure it did. I mean, the I 64 didn't have that capability. I haven't touched one in about 20 years, but I'm pretty sure it did. No, the N64 controller is just, it's its straight mechanical. I do, I've taken them apart and mm. there, it does not, like you can pull it out and push it in and it feels like it's clicking something but you're literally just pulling it in and out of a socket okay that maybe that was what it was yeah it, there was no function whatsoever to pulling it in or out except breaking it <laughs> or continuing furthering along the breaking process because of how they're made they were they were made with very poor plastic mm. so well yeah, so, well, we can move on to the next subject, since I believe you're done with 007. I loved it. I still love it. I think they did. They finally brought it over, and it's the exact same way that, like, I remember the controls just being absolutely terrible, and I love it. Anyways, on to the next subject. So the next one's going to be just as bad of the controls, and that's still the Ocarina of Time. <sighs> I haven't touched the controls at all for ocarina of time and i've had zero problems and see that's my point neither have i and i've absolutely loved it that's because of how ocarina time is laid out though it's they didn't touch the controls they didn't need to touch the controls the ocarina of time was made to play this way i don't know i mean uh... i mean what were the original controls of ocarina of time you had the thumbstick for movement this is where I, I don't know. I haven't played the original in, again, 20 years. Um, actually, before longer than that, because I was still in high school when that came out. So <laughs> Now, I will tell you. Really? You were in high school when it came out? I think so. I'm pretty sure. When did it come out? Like, 98? No, were you in high school? Yes. I was still in high school. And uh, I absolutely love Ocarina of Time, and getting to play it on the Switch is is a blast. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It is ugly, but it's beautiful in its ugliness. It's like for it, 1998, it's actually not as ugly as I would expect it to be. Dude, I mean, this it's is better. A, it, it's better than Final Fantasy VII, dude. And Final Fantasy VII was around. This is a Chinese crested dog, for God's sakes. It's ugly, but you just want to cuddle it for that reason. You feel like it's got to be loved after that, after being that damn ugly. Now, Final Fantasy VII is just something that you want to take outside and just put down permanently. Still, still love it, though. You want to put it down permanently, but you still love it. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll take that. It's like it's uh, not my favorite one. Color. You don't want to do it, but you got to do it. <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's know, about right. It is still one of my favorites, though. It it definitely is old yeller to me. Um, yeah. But that being said, uh, anyways, yeah. That being said, the controller scheme. You don't remember? Go ahead. 
I don't remember it. I do remember that it was I never had any complaints on the Tri-Wing and I don't have any complaints on the Switch. Um now mind you it's been it's been a couple months since I've actually played it because you know life life but um I had a blast when I played it. Yeah, I take it you've been playing recently. Yeah. Uh yeah, so pretty much once I finished 007, 100%ing 007. And I did finish. So like what happened was I finished Final Fantasy 10 when 007 came out. I bum rushed through 007 so that way I could get all the unlocks so that way I could play online multiplayer with, you know, friends like you and other people haven't touched it. <laughs> so, you know, that was bum rushing through it for nostalgic purposes really and i'm probably never gonna touch multiplayer at this point because nobody ever wants to play anything anymore man but um and then immediately after that i was like you know what i'm gonna finish workering of time because i finished the, the deco tree when the n64 emulator first came out is it the deco is it called the deco tree the spirit tree whatever the the first literal first dungeon of the game and i had a safe state hadn't touched it since and i was like you know what since the new Zelda's going to be coming out here in a few months, I want to play Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. So I am just about done now. It's been about a week. I am just about done with Ocarina of Time. And good lord, is it just... <laughs> so good lord, is it difficult. Not the controls. The actual gameplay... Yeah, um, I enjoyed the Deco Tree. I thought that was fun. Uh, I can't remember where I got up to last time before I actually ended up stopping. Actually, I got about halfway and then decided I was going to try Majora's Mask, which I've never played before. You never played Majora's Mask either? No, I've never played it before, and I thought, give it a shot. And I got really frustrated with that one. <laughs> but... Um, mm -hmm. I was going to say a lot of people that I know that have played it, they always say like they, they like it either they it's, it's either they like it as much as Ocarina of Time or I know people that like it more than Ocarina of Time. It's like, I've never heard a bad thing about Majora's Mask before. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that I hated it. Um, well, how much did you play? I've made well. I mean, how, how? What can you say? I've gone through the three days like six times. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, keep in mind, I've never played. I just mean like time wise. Like, how much have you played? So I plan on playing it as soon as I finish Orchid of Time. So. I played it a good six, seven hours. Um, and again, it's not that I hate it. It's more that it's just it's a little frustrating. That's all. And. I uh, I really want to give it a shot again. Uh, I should have picked it up this week, but you know, with the Switch releasing the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance, I've kind of I fell into the Metroid Two hole and Super, um, Mario Superstars and um, the Zelda Minish Cap. So i mean, and then Diablo 2. I somehow found out I have Diablo 2 on my Switch. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Interesting. Is, maybe it was free? I have no idea. It just suddenly appeared and I... Uh, yeah, because it'd be very odd for you to buy Diablo 2. Eh, like, I don't know about that one because I really love Diablo 2. 
Well, no, I know you do, but like it'd be odd to me that you would buy that one and you don't have what is it four? The one that we have on Xbox. No, I got three. Yeah, I have three on the Switch. Um, you do have three. Okay. Maybe you know what? I didn't one of the versions come with it. I think if you bought, I think if you bought like it was like a collector's edition or something like that, it came with Diablo two. Maybe that's what happened. Um, I think that's what happened. Because I do remember you talking something along those lines where you got a bundle of sorts. I'll double check to see if, uh, you know, see what's going on because I, all I know is I saw that, you know, Diablo 2 has an update. I'm like, well, that's great. Why do I have Diablo 2? So I started playing it and, uh, you know, I fell in love with it again. Um, I absolutely. I still hold Diablo 2 above Diablo 3. Um, graphics aside. Uh, graphics aside, yeah. <laughs> um, I did try to play Diablo 1 on emulation recently, and... So sorry. Yeah, no. That was painful. That is a game. Yeah, that is a game where I will... They can emulate it if they want to and bring it over. I probably will not play it. It is painful. It is, it is glorious, but it is painful. So I thought I'll watch other people. Say again. <laughs> I'll watch other people play it. That's how I'll get my fill. If they ever do that, I was worried that Diablo two would be, you know, oh, it's nostalgia. Nostalgia says how great it is, and then the memberries, the memberries tell you how great it is, and then when you finally see it in the real world, you're like, oh my god. But I have, I it's exactly like I remembered. It was exactly what I expected. And I have had a hard time putting it down. I've even played on the ladder, which is when you play online, where you don't really play online, but you play against other people trying to level up as fast as possible. I do have a problem with that one. Is it like actually a live service? Yeah, and that's the problem I have with it. Really? So pretty much the only people who are still playing are the ones who are min-maxing gods. Well, I mean, I'm... I'm playing it. Um, well, you know what I mean. Uh, like you'll you'll have a few casuals mixed in, but it's like usually when it comes to a game like that, you know, older games, typically the people who still play it are the ones who can create a guide. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, the problem I have with it though is because it's got to be constantly online at that point. I've had several times where it's like, yeah, nope, goodbye. Yeah. So of course, you know, whatever I you lose your at that point i have like yeah it's kind of hard you can't just pick it up you can't just pick it up and start again it's kind of hard to say say again you can't just like you can't just like leave it and then pick it up and continue on like an hour later if you like shut it down it's done yeah you can you can pick it up and um play it an hour later and that's what i've been doing so um I've been playing, like I said, I've also been playing Zelda Minish Cap. That was a blast, dude. Um, I just, I've never played that one. That's the one Zelda that I know I haven't played. Um, that and the uh, Wind, Waker, uh, Wind Waker. Yeah, oh, well, Majora's Mask too. Um, Wind Waker was the other one. Is Wind Waker on the emulator already? No. I remember, no. I remember something about Wind Waker supposed to be coming again soon. 
so maybe it was in the future release state or something like that but yeah no i have not touched the game boy emulator yet i loaded it up just to see which games were on it and i will probably eventually play them but until then yeah how is how is the minish cap minish cap is a blast dude it's beautiful is it a, is it a game boy or a game boy advance gba game boy advance it is beautiful. It's done by Capcom, so it's not a real Zelda. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised I got the rights for that. I was happy with them. It must have been. Yeah, I was gonna say it must have been some kind of just they had the technology to do Game Boy games type thing. We have the technology to build them again. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Otherwise, it would be kind of odd for Nintendo to lease out. Actually, that's a little bit more common than you think. Um, even Mario has been leased out a few times. So, is it when you say even Mar- like which Mario games? Mario for uh, no, that's Zelda for the CDI. There was Mario typing and things like that. CDI, yeah, ZDI. Uh, it was oh ZDI. Charlie Delta India CDI. Okay, now I really don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> and I thought. Else. it's an old it's an old system it lasted all of about five minutes um and it had some of the most atrocious games on earth it was they were cds and uh the now this is actually funny the zelda is not the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> graphics wise you know this controller honestly looks sick though for the cdi I actually don't remember the controller for the CDI. I mean, it, it pretty much just looks like a, uh, it, it looks like a Super Nintendo controller without the uh, left and right bumper. And also, I mean, honestly, maybe not. Maybe this is, I'm seeing multiple different controllers. Who knows? Maybe that wasn't the right thing that I just saw. Mm. I never had one. So I will say that I've never had one. Um, I have, I haven't even actually played any of the emulated games yet, but. Looks like it has two different kinds of standard controllers. One of them looks like a heating blankets remote, and one of them looks like the super. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. Like one of them straight looks like a heating blanket remote, and one of them looks from um. One of them looks like it the Super Nintendo, that I just said. I sent it to you in Discord if you want to look at what I mean when I say, heating blanket remote. Yeah. Um. It does look like a heating blanket remote. Yes. So it's it looks like it's. Uh, oh, good God! It looks like a penis. What's in the lid? Oh no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's a heating blanket remote. It okay. Better description. It looks like a spoon with a trackball in the center and a round version of a um, control uh, D-pad. And then it's got two buttons down below for tracks, left and right, and three buttons for play, pause, and stop. And then a button on either side. I don't think that's a video game controller, though. No, so that's the one that's actually attached to it. And then from there, you have one that is 
you might be able to just hit next on that link and you can see what the other controller looks like. Okay, so that kind of looks like a, a 3DS controller. Yeah, not they, a 3DS, go, but they 3DS. go the Super Nintendo. Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand where it's like this, the the one that looks like the heating blanket remote is directly attached to it. And then this one is also attached mm. to it. Yeah, they're. Uh... But yeah, like I said, it survived. I think it lasted all of like five seconds. So. I can, I can see why. I mean, I would not want to play on that. Well, I mean, after that came the 3DO, so, and the 3DO is an awesome system. Um, yeah. Which, again, lasted all of five minutes because, in their case, they spent all their money on redesigning the thing instead of promoting the thing. So nobody even knew it came out in America, and then when it did, it was already eight hundred bucks. I, mean, yeah. I didn't even hear about it until you told me about it, like what three years ago, <laughs> at least. I had two of them growing up. I had one that I worked and saved for, and then my dad had one. So, um, so yeah. and they were that was one of the greatest things. It was it was just gorgeous. I loved the three DO. Some of the best games I've ever played were on there, and I've never seen them since. And I weep every day oh. that we lost those games. So the 3DO and the CDI came out the same year. That does not surprise me. Yeah, they both came out in 1993. And so the 3DO would have lasted about seven minutes then, because it did last a little longer than the CDI. Yeah. It's possible that like maybe one would like it might not have been brought to America. Well, type deal. What's funny is they were both done by um, one was done by Panasonic and the other one was done by Philips. Are those were those American companies? Are they, no. are they Japanese companies? Okay, yeah. I know, I know Panasonic's um, Japanese. I think or Korean, one of the two. Um, Philips might be. I don't think that would be American, but they might be. Anything else you've got from this week? Maybe the CDI did not come out at the same time. I'm getting mixed reports. Anyways, um, anything else this week? Not really. Um, other than those two games, I haven't really been doing much other than work. Mm. Uh, well, I've watched a few new Netflix things, but I know you don't have Netflix, so talk about I don't bother it. with them. Well, they're just like random shows, more made for kids. Like uh, That fits for you. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't even remember what it's called. That's the sad part. <laughs> but well, let's see. They're just Netflix. it's just a Netflix original show. Uh, in my case, um, Mrs. Ramsey's has returned, and then um, yeah, that's great to hear. I'm Sagan. I said that is great to hear. Yes. Uh, and then on top of that, I've finished Howl's Moving Castle the book and it was actually pretty good um you finished it yeah yeah i finished it awesome sorry i had a loud noise come up when you were talking and i had to mute it i don't know um i would definitely on a scale of one to ten i would give it a solid six to seven it was good it was very good it was definitely very 80s ish (laughs) so comparatively how is it with the studio ghibli movie because I was really interested in it, like I said. So now I really want to know. Studio Ghibli version is almost spot on. Really? Yeah. Um, I think that... Now, mind you, it's been a couple of years since I've seen the movie. 
but I feel like it was a very close facsimile and I've enjoyed it. Uh, and I saw the movie first, which is, uh, I don't like to see the movie first. I like to read the book first, but in this case, I, I saw the movie first and then I went and found the book afterwards and I, I did love it. I let, um, little Ramsey's junior read it. Uh, mm-hmm. now that being said, he hasn't read it. Because... I was going to say, has he actually read it? <laughs> no, I gave it to him, uh, probably Thursday or Friday. Um, and it's been a whirlwind up here. Things have just been going on left and right. And with, um, the weekend he's been goofing around. So now he hasn't really sat down to read. Makes sense. Um, and I'm not going to bark at him about it. I mean, he's had a couple days off. Bark at him. Bark at him. Bark at him. Get him to read. Um, Yeah. Well, that's something I do think I'm very big on reading. So, yeah. Um, I'm big on my audiobooks. Has he tried has he tried audiobooks? No. Uh we did do we did Pinocchio audiobook. They sat there and they listened to it with me, but they weren't as they were kind of yeah. I thought it was actually pretty good. Well the audiobook I read or listened to for Pinocchio was from the old eight uh fifties cartoon. And it was actually a Disney production. So they took large portions of the sh- movie and used that. So I kind of felt like that kind of diminished it for me a little bit. I can understand why, but it's probably better for the kids that way. I thought so, but I don't know if they even remember it. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I was th- I was thinking about it. And realistically, like asking about audiobooks books for a child it's probably only a handful of children that would actually enjoy audiobooks mostly because of all the distractions in today's world yeah even i think i was a little older than um ramsey's junior when i found uh yeah. the old radio dramas so yeah because really it just a lot of it comes from the distractions in the world like for us it's very easy to immerse ourselves in a audiobook while we're doing something but i can definitely see for children i mean i can see some children doing it but definitely only some they have a lot of distractions you're right and that so it kind of confuses things versus actually having them sit down with a book where it's like they have to actually sit down and focus on it to be able to read it you know right and completely different some people can listen to a book. Some people can't. Um, that as well. I've got a buddy who sits there and he reads most of the Star Wars books that I listen to. He's tried listening to the Star Wars books and he can't do it. He literally cannot do it. He doesn't. He listens to it and it's like kind of in one ear, out the other kind of deal. But he sits down and reads a book and he'll know more about the book than I do, even though I've listened to it ten times over. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, some of the books, some of the books I can really get into, like the Red Dwarf books. <laughs> love so Jim Barry's work. They're so hilarious. I really wish we had a completed series from that that wasn't from after they split up. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, because it was, it was. It was a hilarious series. For anyone listening to this, if you have not read or listened to Red Dwarf, 
it, it, is it called just Red Dwarf? It's the first one is Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers, and the second one is Better Than Life. Yes. So if you have not listened to those or read them, highly, highly recommend. They are absolutely hilarious. If you like things where just every everything is kind of sci-fi turned on its head. <laughs> yeah, they're written by the. They're actually written by two different authors, and they use their last names. So it's Grant Naylor. They're just top notch. So I might yeah. have to watch them again here soon. I'm about to be finished with the, uh, I think the fifth book of the Sword of Truth series now. Really, you made it that far? Oh, dude, I burned through them. Honestly, the only reason I started slowing down was because I'm waiting for Audible credits. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, because I'm only getting the one Audible credit every two months now to keep the uh, subscription live. Because they came out with a, a two month, you only have to pay once every two months, and it's cheaper that way. Oh, I bet. Yeah, but I only get one credit every two months, so that's the pay that's the that's the thing though but we get all those free books you know those what is it that two thousand books we have in the library <laughs> yeah kind of sat there and uh pinpointed every book we could find any any free book that we just scrolled and scrolled which audible is amazing for all the free books that they have you just got to find them i actually uh i started listening to godzilla and which that, one <laughs> King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. Um, the second one. And it was actually, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Put the two, uh, put two of the three Ramses out to sleep right off the bat. <laughs> oh, it's an excellent book. Yeah. I'm going to play it more often. <laughs> Maybe you'll put Mrs. Ramses out more often. <laughs> um, Everybody, it's bedtime. Instead of playing lullaby music, you just put dress dark. Godzilla. Now, there's one I actually would like to get the audio audible for is Jurassic Park. I can agree to that. Uncut. Oh, that was a good book. I would love to hear it read. I've only ever gotten halfway through it, so I would. I definitely need to finish it. Oh, I've read that one three or four times, Hmm. Um, and. The only one I think actually beat that one was Congo, or not Congo, Sphere. I read Sphere more times than I read Jurassic Park, and that says something. <laughs> so, isn't Sphere something new that you started reading only a few years ago? Oh no, I started rereading it again. Oh, okay. I only remember. Yeah. I only remember you started talking about it like a couple of years ago. I uh, I read most of Michael Crichton's books um, pre two thousand. I think there was. I think I I was missing Andromeda Strain and The Great Train Robbery. Those are the two I I know I haven't read. And then um, actually, that's not true. Disclosure I haven't read, which is those are his kind of mysteries and the hospital ones I avoided. Um, but he wrote hospital books. What do you mean? He was like, he, he was a doctor, I think. Did uh, not know that. Yeah, he worked in the hospital. I know that much. I think he was a doctor before he started writing. Um, but his sci-fi ones, Congo, Sphere, uh, Jurassic Park, and another one I can't even think of. 
the other one that I read. Oh, Timeline I loved. Um, I read all those numerous times. I think actually Congo I've only read once. It was a good book. It just wasn't the best for me. Uh, I've never seen the movie Congo. I'm assuming it's based off that book. Yeah. The movie is kind of okay. It's not nearly as good. That was the problem I started having is at that point he started writing for Hollywood. Yeah. I was going to say because it's like I didn't even realize that there was a book to be honest. I didn't know it was based off a book or anything like that. I actually liked the movie. It was intriguing as a child. Yeah. it's. I don't think the movie was very good though. I haven't seen it probably in 20 years. <laughs> now that being said, it's funny because I love the book for Jurassic Park. Didn't care for the movie as much. I mean, I was wowed by the movie like everybody else was, but for me, it wasn't nearly as good as the uh, as the mo- uh, book. But I love the second movie. Hate the second book. <laughs> so, and that's then the third be, movie. That 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 seems to be. Say it one more time for me. You you like the first book. But hate the movie, correct? Not hate, but I don't like. I, well, essentially, it's you like the book better than the movie, and then vice versa for two. Right, much so better. It's kind of funny. That seems to be a general consensus. Actually, believe it or not, this showed up on just one of my random social media feeds, and oh, ton like at least this thing had like twenty, thirty thousand likes, and it was a picture of people hating or loving the second movie. And then people discussing the terrible scene in between the second movie and the third movie. Mm. And then it just shows people with the first book in their hand being like, I don't know what problem y'all have. This book's amazing. <laughs> it seems to be well, since that people love the first book, though. Like, that's what all the comments were saying. Yeah, sorry, that was very random. I know it just popped in my head. I, I wish I saved the meme and sent it to you. Yeah, well, speaking of memes and social media. I do want to advertise now that you can find me on social media as Ramsey's Geekity Greek on Twitter. And we do want to let you know that we love every one of y'all. And we are so thankful for y'all listening to us babble on for an hour about nothing. Absolutely. And to whoever our first subscriber is, if we can find out if we figure out how to find out who you are, we are giving you personal thanks <laughs> for being our first subscriber. And please leave a leave a review, even if it says y'all suck. <laughs> At least, well, tell us more than we just suck. Tell us why. That way we can improve. Yeah, leave a review so that we know. Constructive criticism is a wonderful thing. Yes. Whether or not we listen to it is another story. <laughs> Knowing me, probably not going to happen. Knowing me, I'll force it to happen. Depending. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was probably true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other than uh, life here has been pretty, it's been pretty busy. So I really haven't gotten to read too much more. Um, I do plan to continue on with the Sword Art Online that I 
have yet to finish. <laughs> hey, I mean, you finish the Howl's Moving Castle like that right there. I feel like it's a feat in its own. If it's anything, and you said it's pretty close to the movie, that's a wackadoo movie. So, yeah, it was a like I said, it was a great book, good book. I wouldn't say great book, good book. Is um, there anything that the movie missed that you want to point out? Because I feel like there would be stuff. You said it was pretty accurate, but like, is there anything would, important that the the movie left out? You would think that there would be a lot more that they would miss. If there is, I really cannot remember it because it must have been something so small that it uh, evaded me. Um, but no, I mean, it's been it was pretty accurate, so I was very happy with it. I do feel like the ending, for some reason, I feel like the ending of the, yeah, the ending was pretty um, accurate. I felt like, I really can't think of anything that was missed. Like I said, if there was, it wasn't significant enough for me to really focus on, so. I mean, that's awesome to hear, to be honest, because not a lot of movie producers give that good of recreation of books. Well, this is a Studio Ghibli, so... That is very true. God, if Studio Ghibli could do Aragon, I'd be so happy. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, making a live-action Aragon series? Like, is that still a thing? I haven't heard anything about it in like eight, nine months now. So far, I've been trying to avoid anything that says live-action or remake. So. Disney, yeah. Oh, Disney? Even worse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Disney. Well, then I'm definitely not interested. They just released the trailer for Little Mermaid. Yeah, the last thing that was reported on it was July, looks like. So, no idea when it's supposed to be coming out. But either way, you know how I feel about the Inheritance series. And I will love it as long... Even even if it's terrible, I'm probably still going to watch it. Just because dragons. <laughs> I thought the same thing about Lord of the Ring, Rings of Power. And I can't bring myself to do it. I've seen enough after watching the trailers. I mean, whether or not I enjoy it, it's a different story because I didn't really enjoy Rings of Power. I, I, it was silly and very predictable to me. I just wasn't surprised by anything in it. So, but anyways, we're not about to go on a whole another subject there. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, I was laughing earlier because I didn't want to bring this up. I said I was I was barreling through the uh, Sword of Truth series. Yeah, because I had to check. I thought I was barreling through it, but uh, no, I'm on, like I said, book five out of 15. Oh, yeah, there's I a lot. Of realize, I, I thought there was only nine or 10. Did not realize there were 15 of them. So I'm not barreling through as fast as I thought. Now, have you also read the, have you read, listened to the <laughs> prologue yet? No, so I skipped point five just for the simple fact that usually point fives are made after the series comes out. There are so many books come out, so I didn't want any spoilers as to what it was originally intended to be. It's it happens before, so I don't know how well, it, it does happen before, but like world building wise, like you know, worlds are built in a specific order. So like it's very possible where it would spoil something for me, even though it's in the past, it could spoil some, you know, some twist that i didn't see coming say with like the sword of truth or something like that mm. like maybe the sword of truth had has some power i don't know about that they talk about in that book because that book was made after they write it in a different book i don't know 
So I'm 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 listening to it in the order in which it actually released. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I'll have to give it a shot. I mean, um, I mean, you got I've, five books to catch up on. That's about a hundred and thirty hours worth of audiobooks. They're long books, and I love it. I don't even have to do that. I can just read them. I've got the first. I want to say I've got the first four, and then um, because I they came out in a pack, and Mrs. Ramsey's bought me the uh, first set of them, and then I didn't continue because at that time i tried to read song of ice and fire which is uh yeah game of thrones yeah i I got through the first book of that maybe started the second one i didn't finish it yeah i figured as much i honestly don't know anybody who's read through the game of thrones books and really enjoyed them all that much some people do i mean there's a lot of I mean, I, I know people online that enjoy it, obviously, but I'm talking about like personally, like I, I know about four people who have tried reading it themselves and they just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it was, it was all right. It just wasn't that great. Um, to me, I, I like the fantastical a little bit more. Yeah. So I drifted that's back. The same thing with me and the friends that I was talking about is it's like, you know, I'm Aragon. I like, I like fantastic magics, not more seriousness hence why i watched the cartoon shows yeah i'd rather go back to jackie chan adventures well i was gonna say dragon ball z but i couldn't force myself to say it that's because you watched dragon ball evolution the best there ever was huh huh I must be the only person who loved Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. Are you talking about Dragon Ball GT? Nope. I'm talking about the live action movie that everybody hates. Oh, see, I've never seen that actually. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. That being said, I don't think it's Dragon Ball. I can see where everybody complains. No, it's a separate. It's another separate instance. I'm assuming where you can watch it as like a completely separate instance. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's fun to watch though. It's kind of like watching Double or not Double Dragon. I never saw that one. Um, Street Fighter. Hmm. It's horrible if you if it has to be by the you know by the what you know. But if you cut that out and just watch it, it's actually pretty good. The Mario movie was to me mind blowingly awesome, but everybody hates it. You've actually seen the Mario movie, the original, not the new one. Oh, you're talking. I'm talking about the one with Bob, um, Bob Haskins and John Larroquette. No, John Larroquette. John Lee Gizamo. And who played um, Bowser? That was... I have no idea. You're talking way before my time. Yeah. Goddamn puppies. But I thought it was yeah, a rather yeah, good uh, movie. Yeah. When, when did it come out? 90s. Okay, so it's not technically before my time, but it's before my time. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, there were a couple good. There were a couple movies that came out at the time. Looks so low, though. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and the production quality looks like it's straight out of the seventies. It, it was it was out of the nineties. I mean, you're not going to get the best ever. Now, I am looking forward to the new one. Die Hard. You're talking about production quality in the nineties. 
Well, they didn't throw a lot of money at video game movies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the first one. And uh, they didn't. it didn't do too well, so that was the last one for a while. And actually, uh, I heard too early. Die Hard is an 80s movie. Yeah. Well, that's still one of the best movies ever. Die Hard 2! <laughs> Honestly, if it's anything like the Lethal Weapon series, it might be the same thing, where they released them literally year after year. So I don't even know when the second one came out. Mm, no. Lethal Weapon and Die Hard, I think. At that time, they used to actually take time to make the movies. No, actually. Lethal Weapon... I remember I was shocked at that, but I'm pretty sure Lethal Weapon, they released one, two, and three all within a year of each other. Mm. Lethal Weapon 1 is 87. 89. No. Okay. So, go ahead. I was going to say, when I heard within a year, I meant within... One year they released all three movies. I'm like, I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, but it's it's two years in between each movie, which still to me is shocking because it's like you know there were some movie franchises that were coming out where it was like you know it recently in the last twenty years where it was like you know we waited four or five, fourteen years. Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I don't even know if that's the proper amount of time. I just know it was a freaking ridiculous amount of time. It was a ridiculous amount of time. Oh, yeah, no, 14 years, 2009 to 2023. Matrix 4. There's a Matrix 4. It just came out. Oh, my God, it did, didn't it? It came out when John Wick came out. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I haven't either. Um, I completely forgot all about that. That just dropped off the radar to me. Jesus, that was years ago. That was during... Oh, okay, never mind. I don't think it was that long ago. Yeah, it was 2021. Yeah, see, that was only a year ago. Two years ago, guys. Um, now John Wick Four is coming out. I'm hoping to see that. I still got finished. I still haven't watched a single John Wick video, John Wick movie. So just gonna preface that. I need. I really love the first one. I love the first one. I thought it was very good. Um, the second one, I don't think I watched. I think I tried to buy it, but it just didn't. We didn't get to watch it. Anything that you're looking to do this week? Um, well, I mean, like I said, I'm pretty close to finishing Mercury of Time, and I'm switching to Majora's Mask. So, other than that, I have nothing planned out for the foreseeable future. Well, I'm going to try to finish. I'm going to try to finish Sao, the book, um, and then I'm actually trying to figure out what my next book will be. And I think I'm leaning a little bit towards the Killer Angels. It's about Gettysburg. And it's actually what the movie Gettysburg was based off of. Um, so that's a that's a historical fantasy. It's not usually what I read, but yeah, the more I read, very interesting. I don't know why though. When you said Killer's Angels, my mind just immediately went to Charlie's Angels. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Completely random fact of the day. My mind always goes to Charlie's Angels, <laughs> especially <laughs> Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Anyways, I do believe. Anyways, I do believe we should be about wrapping it up because it is getting late here and it is getting late there. Even though it's earlier there, so sad. <laughs> so again, yes, it is getting late. Yes. So again, we appreciate you for listening. And is there anything else you would like to add to those listeners and to our subscriber? Yay, one subscriber. Woo. 
We love y'all so much. Thank you. We are doing this just for y'all. That's a lie. We're doing it because we love it. No, I was going to say we're doing it for us, but we're, we're, we're doing it for everything. Let's be honest. For us, for everybody, for whoever. Having listeners only makes it better, you know? That is very true. Like I said earlier, you can catch me on Twitter, Ramsey's Geek, Geekity Geek, Geekity Greek. Got to remember what I put it as. <laughs> um, and whenever I figure out social media, you can find me there when I make an account. And I think that would be it today. Oh, call out. Um, do you have any call outs this week? No. Well, I'm going to call out Deborah with Geek Gamers on YouTube. She is an excellent resource for for solo RPGing. Now, that's Deborah with Geek Gamers, not Jeremy with Gamer Geek or Geek and Gamer or whatever his channel is. Um, I don't remember what his the name of his channel is, but she's got a great channel on how to do solo RPGing. She gives you a lot of um, hints on you know what to do. She's even got some live play, and she's actually fun to watch. And just which, watch out for the crochet needle; that'll get you every time. Which, if anybody is interested, eventually it might not be for another month, but we will be starting RPG sessions. So, also, when we get more information on that, we will give you the information so you can tune in. Yeah, we're trying to get the. Uh, the last little variables in place. I think we've actually got a kind of a decent plan, um, but yeah, we're just not there yet. Time to finalize all the little details because we plan on trying to do a DMless style where yeah. the DM is more just randomized. We're also trying to do it so that we actually have the time to sit down, do it, and record it. <laughs> and I am in the middle of doing a review of the five main turtle movies or six main turtle movies plus turtles versus Batman. Mm -hmm. And we are, I'm going to do all those reviews and we'll go from there. The, I'm planning on doing a review of the of the Turtle movies. There's at least seven of them, and I still have to force myself to watch out of the shadows but other than that i should be it should have a review up soon and that'll be on that'll be an extra little podcast maybe even a video if we can get if we can figure out how to do that so keep an eye out and an ear out for that um anything else no so just as always, everybody, have a wonderful week or two, and thank you again for listening. Good night, y'all.